you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, a live literary event series from LAist. We are back with guests, author Amanda Montel and actor Bella Lavelle. You can find us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum. Tickets at LAist.com events. LAist Studios. Hi. Hi. We're at Erewhon. We're at Erewhon. Should we like, look for Hailey Bieber? We should. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, it smells like Baccarat Rouge 540 and hot and young people in um, Fab Leisure. Is that what it is? Athleisure. Athleisure. Fabletics is Fab- a type of athleisure. <laughs> Fabletics of athleisure. It's giving Sunday vibes. I'm Brian De Los Santos, and this is How to LA. Today, we're at what some might say is a grocery store. We're in front of the store in Culver City. One of the newer locations. I took a trip out here to Culver City with producer Megan Botel. I'm going to be honest here, I'm, I'm kind of a skeptic just because of the buzz, but I want to see what it's about. All right, let's go. That's good. We're looking to get our special strawberries. Oh, wait, no. These are just the normal strawberries. Where are those? Where are the Harry's? Our $18 Haley Beaver smoothies. Reminds me of Whole Foods. Why is it a... Don't say that too loud. They'll get really offended. <laughs> oh my god. But really, this place is more than just a grocery store. It's always freezing in here too. It's the essence of a certain type of Los Angeles. We have some like natural wine. That's awesome. Oh my god. It's an entire lifestyle represented by this 10 location empire. This is so like brightly colored. It's Erewhon. Isn't it kind of gorgeous, like a work of art, like a <laughs> moving artwork? Yeah. We're all part of it. It looks like a fake store. It's the Sims community. For those of you not in the Erewhon cult, it's a bougie natural food store that is iconically expensive and obsessively health freakish. What is this? It's broth. Medicinal bone broth, radiant energy. Mm, it has chicken bone broth, organic chicken bones, organic good. onion. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's 15 bucks. With a $2 deposit. It recently opened its 10th location in Pasadena, right in your office, which some of us on the team have been real excited about. So you're definitely an Erewhon girly. I mean, I don't do my grocery shopping here, but you know, if you need like one or two items. Okay. But I love their food, which we'll try. Okay. The name is kind of weird, right? It's actually the word nowhere, but backwards. I think most people think of like a hippie, you know, health food store with bulk aisles and stuff, and this is not that. Okay. It's got all the normal health food staples. Oh, I love these. Your activated nuts, your glistening produce section, your sugar-free, dairy-free donut holes. We're gonna get the Haley Beaver uh, smoothie. And it got us thinking. How did this Air One cult really start? How much was the smoothie? The smoothie was $18. I wonder if we're going to see any famous wellness influencers. How did it become this elusive, aspirational, living, breathing entity that Angelinos and even some New Yorkers 
love to hate, but sometimes secretly love. So wait, is, is it a promise that you're going to eat these things? You're going to be somewhat healthier? or is it? No, no, it's a promise. You're going to be healthier. Oh, your, is it really? Your life will get better. Right. And we'll get into that some other time. I think Erwan has been very smart in understanding what it is people want from a grocery store. This is Carrie Holly. I'm a feature writer at New York Magazine based in Los Angeles. She recently reported a story all about the origins and evolution of the Erwan cult for New York Magazine. Okay, first things first, I have you here in the studio and I have to ask you, have you tried the Haley Bieber smoothie? <laughs> I have tried the Haley Bieber strawberry skincare glaze smoothie. I hope I got that right. I'm sure I didn't. There's a lot of words. <laughs> it's a beautiful red and or pink. And I think so many of the smoothies at Erewhon are really pleasing to the eye. I think there's a lot of focus on just like holding a beautiful object, something maybe TikTokable. And so maybe, you know, maybe it's the visual that matters more with the smoothies. I got that when I visited for the first time the other day. All right, now that's settled. Let's talk about the frenzy. When you visited the Pasadena locations opening, because as I read in your story, it seemed intense. It was wild. There were hundreds of people online for the opening of a grocery store. The first person in line told me she'd been waiting for four and a half hours. And amazingly, she had driven to Pasadena from Culver City, where they have another Erewhon. Uh, a bunch of people who I spoke to online had been to other Erewhon openings. And so this was like a, you know, a habit of theirs. It was like a ceremony they'd been through before. Somebody had an emotional support cow. Um, cow. So there were animals. There was a small cow. It was just a wild scene. Everyone was very polite and patient in that kind of L.A. waiting sort of way that always mm. surprises me as someone from the East Coast. I'm always like, shouldn't we be a little more angry to be waiting for this long? <laughs> no one's angry. But yeah, there were hundreds of people online to be the first in the Pasadena store. All right. So let's actually talk about a little bit about the history and the evolution, you know, because it's it's really like this lifestyle that people lean into. Let's start at the beginning. This place was started by a couple selling seeds at a little store in Boston. Tell us about those early days and why it was called Erwan. There were two Japanese immigrants who came to spread the gospel of macrobiotics. They had had a mentor in Japan who believed that eating this way could massively improve the world politically and environmentally, which is to say we wouldn't have another world war if we could all take care of our own individual health. And so they settled in Massachusetts and started with their followers a small underground store on Newberry Street in Boston. And from that tiny, I've heard it referred to even as a stall, from that tiny mm. store, this modern, glitzy, slick Erewhon was born. Through your reporting, you also kind of noted why this place evolved into such an institution. Tell me about like how they progressed from being this small, you know, like you said, uh, like a stand into 10 stores in Los Angeles. And the 10 stores are, are very recent, but this little store was something really new to the world. I mean, there weren't natural food stores in 1966 when the first Erewhon opened. There were health food stores where you could buy supplements. You could buy things in glass bottles, but you weren't buying fresh produce. You weren't buying whole grains. This was the 60s. Like, food was—it had been— 
it was becoming very processed. It was, you know, it was the age of Twinkies. It was the age of white bread. It was the age of food additives. And the natural food mo- movement as the Kushi started Erewhon was just coming into being. So um, you would have men from Erewhon, young men who were followers of the Kushi family, going out to farms across this country and saying, and it wasn't just that they were sourcing natural food, they were convincing farmers. They were saying, hey, can you sell me that oil before you refine it? Mm -hmm. Can you use more organic methods? I swear that you will have a market if you do that. They had to go out there and convince farmers to make food the way they thought it was proper to eat. Before that was something that we all kind of accepted as we do now. They were really pioneers in the natural food movement. And then as that began to take off, it was Erewhon that was sourcing all of these natural food stores across the country. So it grew and grew and grew. Um, And then much later, I believe in 2011, a businessman named Tony Antochi purchased Erewhon. And that's when when you began to see this modern, slick, celebrity-driven Erewhon that we know today. So it's a new face (laughs) to this store. But then when does it become like chic and cool and a a thing in LA? And it's just, to be honest, just a grocery store. It's not nothing more than that. How did that happen? I think Erwan has been very smart in understanding what it is people want from a grocery store. We want natural foods, but the real insights of the Antochis and of modern Erewhon is that we don't want to be in nature when we are when we are acquiring our natural food. We want a, or many people want, a profoundly designed experience. So when you walk into a modern Erewhon, everything has been designed down to the inch, right to the the produce is color blocked such mm-hmm. that you won't have you probably won't have spinach next to kale those are both green you'll have spinach radishes kale for example so every color is popping and an employee was talking to me about rearranging the soups to make the colors pop right there's so much thought goes into the lighting that you know there is a feeling you get in Erewhon and i think it's a feeling of calm and order it's not the feeling of a garden right it's not the feeling of a community garden there's no chaos there and yet you feel that the food is nourishing. I think another aspect of it is that people want to treat themselves. They want to treat themselves with like the very sweet Haley Bieber smoothie that we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier, but they don't want to feel like they're contaminating themselves. And Erewhon is trying to give it to us both ways. That totally makes sense. When I visited Erewhon for the first time, I was like, like a little halo glow <laughs> in the produce aisle. I'm like, I've never seen produce this pretty, right? Such an aesthetic. I do want to speak a little more about how it feels in an Erewhon, because that was one of the driving questions. When I talked to people, they just said, oh, it feels so good in there. And I think part of the experience is the fact that there's no signage, right? Like, so at a normal grocery store, you might look up and they'll say, oh, this is the aisle for baby food or what have you. At Erewhon, you really have to come upon a product yourself, right? You have to discover it yourself. Many of the products will be products you haven't seen before. Um, And so there's an excitement. Oh, what's this? This is new. There's a feeling of discovery. There's also some interesting design choices. So in the Silver Lake Erewhon, the aisles are very tall. And that creates a sense of quiet in the corridor. So quiet. Mm-hmm. They remind me of university stacks. I'm like originally a professor. And it's like <laughs> you could have a you could have a meeting in the quiet of those those aisles. It just feels so different than 
the Gelsons near where I live, you know, mm-hmm. or with, which has some like harsh lighting and like really wide aisles. At the same time, I think people in L.A. are often looking for a place to be with other people. And this is a space, it's great for people watching. Yes. (laughs) Um, And it's a place where you can like go have lunch and be around other people before you return to your perhaps lonely office. Mm, Yes, that sense of community. I did gather that there. It's like people meeting up to have a smoothie there or even lunch. I myself bought some coffee there that I stumbled upon. Like you said, you kind of have to like shop around and figure out like what you're going to get. You're not there with signs. People are there. There are a lot of workers there, by the way, which I noticed. There there was like, I think, four or five employees at the smoothie bar, which I'm like, that's a lot. It's incredibly staffed. And that was something I noticed early on that felt luxurious, a store that's fully staffed because we see less of that today. Yeah. If you go to a Costco, you see see employees here and there, maybe the sampler giver, right? But that's pretty much it. Good luck asking for help. Yeah. Gorgeous. Thank you. Can't wait to really try. Pretty. Have you tried it? No. You haven't tried it? No. Oh my god. I, know. I don't spend twenty dollars on a smoothie. I did once. I was so thirsty. Your eyes are rolling in the back of your head. Is that a good sign? It's so good. It's so good. It's like if this is like a healthy smoothie, I could have one every day. It tastes like strawberry oh clouds. My god. Strawberry milkshake. Like, it's as good as one from, like, a diner. Wow. Okay, that's a 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's really good. Like, it couldn't be better. Okay. All right. Now we know a little bit more about the history behind the fancy grocery store. After the break, we're going to get into how Erewhon fits into L.A. or L.A. fits into Erewhon. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center, presenting the world premiere of Mix Mix, The Filipino Adventures of a German-Jewish Boy by Boney B. Alvarez. Inspired by true events from the life of Ralph Price, after escaping Nazi Germany, a newfound tropical refuge in the Philippines is upended when Japan invades the islands. On stage through June 16th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Pindarvis Harshaw, host of the Right Nowish podcast. Every week, I talk to the people who are creating art and culture and spreading it to the universe. As an artist, you always meet yourself. Every year, you're a different person. Essentially, we normalize a space where you can show up as your authentic self. Check out Right Nowish. Rooted in California's Bay Area, speaking to you. It's so many people of color, so many queer people. It's like I'm being celebrated in my fullness. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Going back to the vibe and the culture and how it fits in Los Angeles, do you feel like the store represents L.A.? I mean, I I think there's two ways of looking at it. It does feel very L.A., in its vibe and its focus on health food, even even in a kind of the sleight of hand, like is the Haley Bieber smoothie health food? It's very sweet, right? It's like not clear how healthy it is. In terms of who it leaves out, it's an expensive supermarket. It's not there to be accessible to everybody. It, you know, it's it's not somewhere where most people are going to do most of their shopping. At the same time, it is very 
accessible in some ways and that you can spend $18 on a smoothie and feel, as one of my editors said, rich inside, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe that's a, <laughs> a reasonable price to pay to feel rich inside. You know, it's like teetering on this edge of accessibility. You know, like most people can come to L.A. and walk into Erewhon and buy something small and feel like they've had some kind of interface with the city. I believe there's a $26 bottle of water. It's called oxygenated water that you could buy. You know, you can also just buy a somewhat reasonably priced cup of coffee, right? Everything is so expensive in Los Angeles that it's lost its shock value for me. Oh man, it's Nick. the chicken tenders are cold, but they're good. They're, they need a little bit more love, but I can see like if they're like warm or a little dipping sauce. Mm -hmm. They. I'm gonna try the the mac and cheese recommended by Megan Botel. Oh, it's not hot or warm. I roll for that. Mm. Right. <laughs> I feel like they have another a, like a. It's not just mac and cheese. No. It's, it's like four cheeses and cream. Mm -hmm. And it's baked. Mm -hmm. It's like it's really good. the best shit ever. Like I could eat maybe a pound of this <laughs> alone. When I'm like having a bad day, it's no. like air mac and cheese alone. I like that. I like that idea of like self-care. There is an entire TikTok subgenre, which is premised on making fun of the prices at Erewhon. So it'll be a comedian saying, oh, you only make $500,000 a year? Whole Foods is that way, right? Like, you don't belong here. Erewhon itself does not participate in this irony. I mean, Erewhon is an earnest place. Erewhon will tell you that this sea moss gel that costs $40 will improve, like, the level of oxygen in your blood or something, right? Like, the, the claims they make they intend for you to take seriously. But I think the irony or kind of the eye roll that many of us are given to when we walk into an Erewhon is healthy. So how about you give me some advice for a first-time Erewhon grower, <laughs> you know? I've already went, so, but someone who's listening to the podcast today. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when my friends from New York visit, literally the first thing they want to do is go to Erewhon. <laughs> And what we do is we get some hot food. I usually recommend, this is so basic because it's what everyone says, but I recommend the buffalo cauliflower. I really enjoy it. And we do a lot of just looking, right? Like we look at the beautiful produce. We look at the soups. You know, get a smoothie, but be careful because I think the smoothies are like incredibly oversweetened. Mm. So, um, you know, ask some questions. Uh, everyone at Erewhon, like three people will immediately emerge to help you. So um, take advantage of that and like know what you're buying before you spend $18 on a smoothie. Good advice <laughs> from a pro. <laughs> that was Carrie Hawley, LA-based writer for New York Magazine. Check out her story on the Erewhon Colts. We'll have a link in our show notes. So, Brian, we just had a wonderful $20 smoothie. You got your little hot meal. Do you get the Erewhon hype? I'm trying to answer this. Hold on, let me, think. Let me get out of my thoughts here. It's a big question. I can see why people are into it. I also feel like I don't need this as my, like, everyday life. I'm a person who loves to do, like, 
treat myself here and there. So I could definitely come back for the smoothie here and there for the hot lunch. Don't know about the prices in the store. So I think I'll be sticking with Trader Joe's or some other places for that. So I am uh, not anti Erewhon. That's a diplomatic response. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Be... You won't. You won't upset any of our Erewhon following cult follower audience members. Love it. All right, y'all heard it here. I'm not. A, I'm not a hater, but I'm not a super fan. You're not joining the cult. Yeah. Are you supporting? That is it for us today. We'll catch you next time. Bye. This episode of How to LA was produced by Megan Botel. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.